Welcome, everybody, or welcome back, everybody, to the Pair of Kings podcast. I'm your host, Saul Thompson. You can find me on Instagram, at Saul Thompson. I'm joined this week not only by my wonderful co-host. I'm Saul Thompson. You can find me on Instagram at, at Saul Thompson. And we are joined this week by a very special guest, the first guest of season 10. It is none other than Charlie. You can find them on Instagram at Divine Providence with two E's. In the divine, not in, in Providence. In the divine, in the divine, not, div- not the Providence. It's Divini Providence, Divini. Yeah. not Divine Providency. <laughs> it's Charlie. like a person's name, Divine E Providence. Yeah. Divine oh. E Providence. Oh. Is that cool. your alter ego? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Actually, Charlie is kind of my alter ego because that's not my legal name. Right. Does the uh, does the the second Instagram account still exist or have we merged? <laughs> no, the second Instagram still exists, but it's just my name. It's CL Caulfield. But it's just, oh, it's yeah. not. Don't honey, you don't have to bring it up. <laughs> uh, do we not? Oh, is this bad? Uh, and when I first made my Instagram, when I was in, you know twelve, I made it Honey Dot Lemonade. No reason, really. That's actually a pretty. That's good. not bad. Yeah. But Wait, you're embarrassed by this? A little bit, yeah. I mean, really? it's not as cool. Divine Providence actually originally was a uh, real Paul Giamatti. That That's <laughs> really good. That's really good. Fuck. I so since moving to New York, I've fallen slightly into like the I need a kind of cool Instagram handle that's not my name. But I got enhanced chemical weathering, which is oh, pretty yeah, that's great. A good one. It's also what I researched. That research. is a good one. So I don't know if anybody wants to follow an account that has nothing on it and I'm trying to figure out what to do with it. It's enhanced chemical weathering. The the shit post account? Yeah. Um Did you always have Smithstagram? Yeah. No, I've been I've been underscore Smithstagram from the start because there's always been no, wait, no. No, I was something else <laughs> Since for the like, beginning of time. There no, maybe was. I, I don't remember actually. I think I was, but I I got an Instagram in like 2013 I think mm. so a, a lot of the good names were already taken mm. shame there is a smithstagram he's like some real estate guy in Los Angeles yeah do you guys ever look up people who have the same name as you and just see what they're up to well, Michael, Michael Smith oh <laughs> well, that's a little hard for you yeah <laughs> there was this Irish kid also named Saul Thompson on Instagram and every I guess I'm now remembering it but every couple of years I'd message him like it's time to settle this there can only be one <laughs> and he'll he'll sort of match the energy I can look if we're really interested but it's like no like in Irish shorthand slang which I'm not going to do but is like yeah pull up and like see what's what and so we just go back and forth and then I'm like oh by the way like I actually have the handle get fucked and then he gets mad and then I won't talk to him for another year and a half two years tight yeah I hope you guys can meet someday yeah right I feel like he'd be kind of cool I'd get a drink with him that'd be cool like it was like the Brian fight or whatever yeah 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 yeah. the that one with all the like, was it Brian or I think it was something, Brian. something like that. I know what you're that talking about. That whole Reddit thing. Bring that back. <laughs> that was epic. Um, anyways. Anyways. Hi, Charlie. How Welcome are you? Welcome to the podcast, Charlie. Welcome to the podcast. I guess we should probably start off officially. Uh, we're going to do a fit check. Uh, oh. I did not know this was part of it. Oh, really? I thought you listened to an episode. I did, but I forgot. But you skipped. It was yeah. No, I like I woke up this morning and I was like, I'm going to be comfortable. That no, you look. Stop. <laughs> so do you want to start? Yeah, us off? you look better than me. This is the clothes I went out in last night and was so cold. <laughs> I slept in my clothes and then got up and then left for the oh podcast. God. So um, I'm wearing long underwear uh, because it's cold. You've had the same pair of long underwear on for 24 hours. Uh, I have underwear underneath the long underwear. That was that was changed. Oh, see, so wait. Okay, never mind. I'm double. On. I'm double layered. I have <laughs> I have short underwear and long underwear. 
It's just the fact that you changed but still put on the same clothes. You, well, I slept in the clothes, and then I woke up, and I was like, this feels a little gross. Let me swap out the underwear. <laughs> Anyways, go on. So, long underwear. I have a pair of jeans from the Strike Gold. I have a, a vintage shirt from, what is this, Merrill Lynch? Um, oh, we run into Salt Classic. Yeah, Mer- wow. Merrill Lynch. All right. And then uh, a very uh, sort of moth-eaten sweater from Paul Stewart that I've, I've told this story a million times. My grandfather was like, I'm going to throw this away. And I was like, don't you dare. It's great. So now it's mine. Oh, and then my old Red Sox hat, which is, okay. I saw a photo of it uh, the other day from freshman year of college. It was so much more blue. It was blue originally? It, yeah. <laughs> this was a blue hat. Oh, <laughs> in my head, it was black. No. This thing, I mean, the Red Sox colors are like a deep navy blue and a red. And you can sort of see it on like the inside of the hat. Oh yeah, damn. Oh wow. But yeah, this thing is this thing is gray, gray now. But I love this hat. Oh, as my headphones fall off. Michael, you wanna? Yeah. Um, I'm wearing Capital Okabelbo jeans, uh, a Balenciaga shirt that says Los Angeles on it, and a Freddy Krueger looking sweater. Mm. Um, and I was wearing the big old five layered coat thing that weighs a hundred pounds. Because it's currently snowing. Is it? Yeah. yeah, it started snowing oh, on the yeah. on the walk over here. Uh, it was actually still too hot to wear that coat. At least with this, like it's it's too hot to wear that coat over a sweater. I think I need to switch to t shirt. Anyways, uh, I'm wearing. Uh, I think these are handmade. Uh, I got these secondhand jeans and an extra extra large Brooks Brothers shirt that's tied up and just a Uniqlo rib tanked off <laughs> these are made out of like a bunch of different pairs of jeans yeah and like sewn into some weird sort of like balloony looking yeah they're jeans. super cropped and like really wide leg distressed they're pretty cool i really so like wait, these are they reconstructed by somebody new from things that you thrifted or did you find did you thrift them in the current state that they are in i found them like this okay. i'm not sure who made them nice i feel like a lot of I mean, I guess not, because part of your, and for those who don't know Charlie, you should go look at their Instagram. Mm. Um, You sort of dress a million different ways, um, which I I think is what what is so interesting, um, what we want to talk to you about. Um, You you sort of do a lot of different takes on a lot of different things, um, and I think one of my favorite is the, like, sort of weird takes on classic menswear. Mm Mm-hmm. Like big old raw <laughs> jeans and, and like, yeah. Yeah, thanks. Uh, yeah, I mean, I love like wearing like my shirts backwards. Like I this is a shirt that like I will wear buttoned up, but like backwards. So that has like a high collar and stuff. But yeah, I like think that's because I didn't really know the rules of menswear because I didn't have the r slash mfa phase where you learn like oh like never wear you know black and navy together and like you know your jacket should be this amount long uh so i just didn't know what the rules were and then kind of started bending them do you think if you violate like if you wear black with navy there's a swat team but of dudes and like harris tweed i wish (laughs) that's the one rule i'm sticking to really i sort of don't believe in navy Okay, that's I, an interesting take. I not you know it not <laughs> like like literally uh, like spiritually I believe in navy, but emotionally <laughs> I don't think I believe in it. You know, 
like you think it's an ugly color? Yes. Or, okay. Yeah. yeah, but not. I don't think it's an ugly color. I just don't don't ever like any time I see a navy garment, I don't. I have so little. This that's the one color I just never want to wear ever. I, I can understand that. Yeah, it's like they say blue is like uh, an interesting color to humans because it like literally tickles your retinas, and I feel like navy is does not have that like yeah it's just it's like worse blue yeah it's very I, drab everything i wear is navy so fuck you both <laughs> um you're doing great. No, it I is interesting bad. for you to say that coming from like raw denim that's probably part of it okay it's like um like i i just can't go back to that like didn't you indigo. bring your raw denim back from arizona no did you bring the chain mail i'm getting that mailed okay i'm chain so mailed heavy. Uh, it it fits in a it fits in a flat rate box. Okay. Be, I get it. So I get it. <laughs> um, you have the you have the the like raw denim cheat code. Yes, which is that like it's so embarrassing to me personally to be wearing brand new raw denim. Sorry. <laughs> it's fine. Just like every time I if I wear like brand new jeans, I'm like, damn, people think I'm new to this, but you. Uh, get your partner's raw denim Yeah. after the fact. My partner um, has three pairs of APC Petite Standards that he's worn for like 10 years while he was working construction and manual labor jobs. So they are the most beautifully faded, busted jeans ever. And I get to have that stolen valor and take credit for them when I wear them. Stolen valor. Beautiful. You, uh, you mentioned... MFA, you you are kind of now part of the like MFA and like R slash male fashion, but sort of in a like pushing it a little out of that comfort zone, I guess. Yeah. Um, um, well, I don't use Reddit anymore. Like ever since the API changes, um, I deleted my account, but that's where I came from with fashion, basically. Like that's kind of how I got interested in fashion was just like going on different subreddits and um like seeing other people's style and then now yeah like when I started dressing more mask I went on MFA and there's a discord for it now <laughs> and uh yeah they had a fit battle I won Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, but for the most part it's very trad styling and uh I like to encourage them to be a little different you know maybe not wear navy blazer, uh, Oxford cloth button down, uh, chinos every day. Yeah, they need it. it. I guess like what what made you start posting in like the like male sort of the the like male fashion advice spaces? Like I don't know where that. Like. I realized that everyone I know, like even people who dress in a very avant garde way now, like uh, you, Michael had the MFA phase and I felt like it was like a really integral part of like your fashion journey to go through learning all these nerdy rules to be able to break them Mm. so I wanted to kind of learn more about it and I also just like think the history of fashion is interesting and uh like men's fashion is so like intertwined with that that I wanted to learn more about it Mm. You've kind of been breaking the rules from the start, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is kind of a tired question. But like, where do you get your, like, inspiration for a lot of this? Uh, my two biggest sources of inspiration are Star Wars and Fruits Magazine. 
<laughs> you can probably see. Yeah, the, I don't know if it's in frame. I'm a dollar. And there's a Sebulba cup next mm-hmm. to it too. Oh, that's a cl- wow. That's a classic. That's my heirloom. That's what my children will get. <laughs> and the drive jacket. Is that what yeah. they're going to be fighting over? I you hope so. I mean? Yeah. There's, there's the executor of the will. There's like a set of these. There's a, like a Boss Nas one. Mm-hmm. There's a Watto one. Anakin, I think. I think. Yeah, there's like Anakin. the whole pod race. So I want to collect all of them. <laughs> but yeah, Star Wars, actually amazing fashion. And like because I'm Japanese, like they drew so much from Japanese mm-hmm. fashion with it. Obviously, like, you know, Darth Vader. There's a lot of like samurai influences, mm-hmm. um, but it's futuristic. So I always thought that was really cool. Hmm. You, you made this Amidala thing, right? Yeah, I did. That's crazy. Um. I <laughs> what? So you make a lot of the things that you wear, <laughs> have in here, which is pretty incredible. But for, I guess, like bigger things, and again, we'll either put a photo or something. There's a five-foot-tall <laughs> drive jacket sitting back there, which is so funny. And it's so, it's so ridiculous. And I want to just make... I, it'd be like funny if we were like smash cut and like Michael's just in it right now. <laughs> I think that'd be too tough to pull off, honestly. I don't, However, you can't sit in that thing, can you? Uh, you could try. <laughs> I don't think so. It's huge. Like for like an audio description, it's like, yeah, like a five foot tall giant jacket made out of cardboard covered in fabric and your face sticks out of the middle. of it. Mm-hmm. So first of all, why a five foot tall drive jacket where where did that come from and then secondly where do you find the space and the time and the material like walk me through and i'm just using the drive jacket as an example because it's a five foot tall drive jacket you know easy to point at however yeah where let's do you address f- the five foot tall yeah, drive jacket, jacket in the, in the room, room. Yeah. Yeah. exactly <laughs> Um, yeah, I just thought it would be funny. It was my Halloween costume. Uh, like, you know, there's definitely like associations with the type of guy that wears a drive Mm. jacket. So I thought it would funny, be funny to actually be the jacket. And then when I was taking pictures of myself in it, in my backyard, like all the neighbors started coming out on their, on their balconies and laughing at me. That's amazing. Uh, but I mean, the short answer is I was unemployed last year. <laughs> so I had a lot of time on my hands and now I'm a student. So I still kind of have a lot of time. The, um, the drive jacket, like, Hey guys, I'm looking for a Halloween costume. That's still FA. Can you help me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then it's just like a picture of like a hundred guys and a dog in the, in the, the drive outfit. Beautiful. So, at the moment, I guess, I, what are you studying? And does that contribute at all to the, the way that you dress? Because you had a series on your Instagram where you were dressing. Was it for finals? Yeah. Sort of for theme? So um, I'm currently studying art at the Cooper Union in New York City. Uh, it's interdisciplinary, so I don't like specifically focus on one type of art. Mm-hmm. Um, and for finals week, I dressed to match all of the presentations I was giving. Mm-hmm. So I had like, you know, a paper on Chaucer. So I wore chainmail and a pauldron and looked like a knight. And then I had one that was kind of based on 80s body horror Cronenberg. So I was wearing like an 80s power suit and had a perm. 
Um, did you actually perm your hair? Or was that no, a it's a wig. Okay, I was I'm wearing say. a wig right now. Like, I'm almost always wearing a wig. Wait, <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. I guess I just always thought you had a lot of different haircuts or something. <laughs> like, no, that's the funny thing. Is my classmates will be like, oh, you got a haircut. And I'm like, you saw me yesterday. You think I got a haircut? That my my hair longer like you got a hair long. They added it. You went to like the Grand Theft Auto barber. Yeah, you know I, mean? I wish I wish that existed. Yeah, I I'm almost always wearing a wig. You woke up this morning and put on a wig like first thing. Yeah, well, right now I'm, my hair is really short and I'm growing it out, so there's basically no way to style it to make it mm. look good. I'm at the fuzzy wuzzy yeah. phase. Yeah. it's really tough. I wake the- up every morning with like a fuck ass mohawk mm. that looks terrible and two cowlicks that are like owl ears it's catastrophic the, the sid from toy story yep. Kinda, yep. yeah 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 i had no idea yeah I, I think a lot of people don't realize probably how many people you interact with every day that are wearing wigs <laughs> do, do you have wigs that didn't land anyway <laughs> What uh, is that from it's an elijah wood uh yeah interview i think from lord of the rings some like Norwegian. Oh, yeah, it's from the like the special features, which God. you know we're all familiar. That with. silence was crushing. <laughs> which I, I also know. have the Lord of the Rings sword. Oh yeah, yeah. In my apartment. A lot of lot of stuff here. Yeah, I thought that, that would be a better joke. Um, <laughs> oh, that's gonna haunt you forever. No, I'm gonna be really sad about that. Um. Anyway, so Charlie. I should tell a story. Two years ago, I was in the West Village or East Village, excuse me, and I saw somebody in a Tintin sweater, and I, I love Tintin. I, I grew up reading them. I was like, I have to know where this person got this Tintin sweater, and I walked up and I asked, and bear with me. The person was like, I got it on Etsy. Super cool. And I was like, great. And then I was looking for a Tintin sweater on Etsy for like a year and a half. I couldn't find anything that cool, and then. I met Charlie independently at a party at Michael's and I was like, oh, cool. And since then, we've seen each other a couple more times. And then I saw you either on Instagram in a story or in person wearing the exact same Tintin sweater. And I don't think they're common enough to where you would have also had the same one. So I think I met Charlie independently in the East Village outside of a knitting store two years ago. I was like, this person's fucking cool. And now we're sitting here on the podcast, which is kind of crazy, but really small world. Wait, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh. We had talked about this before. Uh, mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Huh. The funny thing is so many people have asked me, like, where to get that Tintin sweater or, like, how to find it. And one of my friends, uh, Johnny, who runs Watching New York, uh, another Instagram account. We had him on the podcast. Oh, did you actually? Yeah, he's yeah. wonderful. Yeah, he's amazing. He was looking for it everywhere. And... Uh, he couldn't find it, like gave up a few months ago. And then for Christmas, his wife surprised him with it. I don't Aww. know where she got it, but yeah. It's really sweet. This is the one you need to repair, right? It has a hole in it and I'm so scared to send it out to someone. Did you watch? I, I This like came to my mind a couple weeks ago for some reason. Did you watch that weird half live action Tintin movie? The enemy? Oh, movie? the like Spielberg one? Yeah. 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 He was so obsessed with making... Really unsettling, sort yeah. of 3D, and like Polar Express was really haunting. Wait, it, it wasn't actually live action, right? I, it looks to me, it looks like they uh, kind of like avatared it. I don't know if this is true, but where it's like oh, it's like the kind mo-cap of suits. Yeah, it's like okay. something, up, and maybe it's just really uncanny, but something about it looks like almost real, but they kind of CGI'd everyone to look like clay. 
Yeah, no, I know, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I did watch that. Was it good? Uh, I mean, it's a really interesting form of animation that they never used again. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Um, I, I, I had one Tintin book as a kid that I read, like clearly out of order. Like, I don't know. I, my only memory of Tintin is like one book that I read over and over again that I didn't know the like beginning or end of the story. Well, you um, don't really need to read them chronologically. There's not like an overarching, I mean, kind of, but there's not like a central story. Mm. They're each sort of on their own contained story itself. How many Tintin books are there? Ooh, I want to say like 20 or 30. I mean, there's quite a few. I have no idea. Yeah. Damn. I was obsessed with them, though. The question I was getting at is you have a lot of really incredible vintage pieces of clothing. And I look at your Instagram and I'm like, fuck like how <laughs> how do i get like that and then i go and search i can't find anything like yeah, it i go to thrift stores and i just like we're not going over. to the same we're not going to the same thrift stores is what i'm trying we to say we probably are because uh i mean you're just not looking right I exactly think. uh yeah i mean like in new york city like the best ones in my opinion are urban jungle Let's which beep is, all of these yeah <laughs> I, I want this knowledge no uh, they already made a blog post about it oh, yeah bummer. urban jungle is huge uh, everything there is like under thirty dollars. Uh, the Beacon's Closet, specifically in Greenpoint, mm -hmm. I find so much stuff there, and they have like designer stuff there all the time for really cheap. And um, Stella Dallas is like mm. Stella Dallas. Yeah, it's like mm -hmm. uh, mostly dead stock vintage. Uh, they have like two locations that are next door to each other. There's Stella Dallas Ten Foot Single, which mm -hmm. is like vintage, mostly menswear, and then Stella Dallas Living is like women's antique gowns and things it's Where really incredible it's on grand street in williamsburg um oh. by the wait you've really yeah. never heard of 10 foot single no oh you gotta go stella dallas 10 foot single is a crazy name for a vintage store and it, it's actually it's yeah like from the name it sounds like it's like a texas thing yeah but it's like run by a japanese family huh. so oh that kind of tracks i feel like there's a lot of like uh like japanese fashion brands that have kind of like confusing English words stuck together names. <laughs> Foot the coacher. I don't even know that. Oh, they, they were like a they were like a streetwear thing back in the like uh four pins era. <laughs> so another question that I do have is when you're out thrifting, are you looking for certain things to fit an aesthetic or is it if you find something you'll make it work? Yeah, I, if I just see something cool, then I buy it. I don't think about how it will go with anything else that I own at all. Uh, most of the time, it probably doesn't go with anything. Uh, I, because I have, like, so many different styles, like, usually I figure I can work it out somehow or, like, I can make something that will go with it. Uh, I just, like, feel bored if I try and, like, for a while, I was like, oh, like, I do kind of want to be that person who has a unique look like you know when you see pieces you think of them and uh you know like kind of cartoon character-esque having like that set look but I just kind of got bored I like being able to switch it up every day yeah I, I don't think I've ever seen you wear the same outfit twice in high school I literally had a google doc where I would write down every outfit that I wore so I wouldn't be an outfit repeater What's the like statute of limitations? You know what I mean? Would you give it like never. four months? Well, never. Especially if I post it on my Instagram, it's like I can never wear it. Never again. again. <laughs> but what if it's like the coolest outfit you've ever worn and, and the right person didn't see it? 
that's oh that's like the worst thing you know when you have like the fire outfit on and then you go out like no one's out yeah no one sees you no one says anything it's like what am i doing that's yeah. why i sleep in the same clothes every <laughs> yeah. day i'm just re i'm hoping i catch somebody on a good day my long underwear you go to school in your favorite outfit and your crush isn't there <laughs> well we're both we're both in school right now so that's I think my classmates think I dress weird, though, like because at the art school. Yeah, they actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like sometimes I walk in and they look at me and they're like, I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> OK, if somebody showed up to any one of my classes dressing the way that you dress, I'd be like, they fucking rock. That's fucking cool. How do people dress like in your classes? I so I'm in a management program, <laughs> so I'm not dunking on anybody, but it is a lot of Go like dunk. No, it's a lot of like business casual adjacent, a lot of stretch fit khakis. Um, I, it, I, 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 not in a derogatory way, but it is very unremarkable and unoffensive to the fact where I don't clock what a lot of people are wearing unless it's like those, those pants are really tight. Maybe we size up one. I feel like the new, the new like tech guy outfit is like cuffed joggers. And like stretchy, like all birds are Yeezys. Mm -hmm. And then like, like a t-shirt they got from their work. That's just a little bit. That's too what tight. I was going to say is, is I have a lot of really classes sad. at the engineering school and oh. the engineer special is a free t-shirt that you yeah. got somewhere. <laughs> it's all the, I work in an engineering lab. Um, and I took some engineering classes and I've had to switch seats because of smells. Oh no. That's not an exaggeration. Oh, um, no. it, the kids are wonderful. They're very sweet sometimes a little bit socially awkward, but there were a couple of kids in one of my engineering classes where if they came in, I would be like, please do not sit next to me because of the smell. Oh my God. And again, free t-shirt. That's great. If you're wearing it five days a week and that is not touching a washing machine, you have to go to the event again and get more t-shirts. I, I understand you like them. You have to, you have to cycle them. You have to wash your clothes. They they give you like hundreds of free shirts when you when you Correct. go to engineering school though. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And when you work in a tech company. Yeah. They my 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 job finally uh gave us the the like mock neck zip up windbreaker oh, hell yeah. with the company logo now. on it. Never wearing that ever. Cut the um, sleeves off or something. Yeah. Well I just don't like cause Every time I'm out in public and I see like some like tech guy wearing a shirt that clearly has like, you know, whatever like missing vowels company he works for <laughs> on, I Google it because I want to know what like evil shit he probably does for a living. Um, and I don't want people to be able to, I don't want people to see me and be like, oh, I know where that guy works. That's fair. Yeah. What if you do like a little Griffin studio, you laser cut the whole thing and then you wear it over something else? Or I could just not wear it. But I think it'd be funny if you did. <laughs> so I think you should. Okay. Being in, in school again is like, uh, you know, I'm 25. Being back in school with 18 year olds is a very interesting experience, though. Like they vape in class. Like what? Surreptitiously. Like, yeah, they have it like in their sleeve. Oh, are oh, they yeah, ghosting? And then you, and then like, yeah. And then you they breathe just, like, into the like, shirt turn or whatever. their head away. And yeah, breathe. And one of my professors actually was vaping. I mean, he's like 60 and was hitting the jewel. Yeah. Was, a jewel? Yes. Oh. In class during lecture. It was crazy. <laughs> I um if if I show up to class and my professor's hitting an elf bar, I might drop the class. <laughs> Let's be real. I'm got, sorry. Got no, I mean like, I'm in the week right now where we're like it's syllabus week and yep. I'm like looking at everything and I'm like, 
it's so over, you know, <laughs> I should just drop out now looking at these assignments. One of them, uh, one of my classes, actually, we're doing like mid journey dolly. Oh, stuff. yeah. Yeah. As so. like a technique. Yeah. It's really because it's like the same class where I learn how to weld and like what? learn how to use like traditional techniques. And well, we're learning, they rolled yeah. mid journey in with like TIG welding. Yeah. How? I don't know how it'll be implemented yet. Because people want you to think that asking a computer to do Mario in the Soviet Union <laughs> is is art. So does this have a very incredible, I call them the the three the three word class names where it's like welding, mid-journey, and the human experience. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, I wish. No, it's just, Damn. I have like some classes that sound ex- extremely fake. Like this semester I have color. Which sounds that's it like yep yeah it's like you know we're it sounds like oh I can't hang out today like you know, <laughs> I got color, I got, color. I got blue do at midnight <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah um, I have that last semester I had 4D design which also sounds fake what's the fourth where, dimension where, smell? Like, the fourth smell? dimension is time. So oh. it's like time-based oh, media. Okay. Which, yeah. I was going to say, if it is smell, I got some engineering students <laughs> that can divert your like, way. Like 4D in the like, in the like Spy Kids movie way where like the, they wish. like splash you with water when they're like... Oh, Bugs Life. 4D chess. Yeah. All that stuff. <laughs> Tight. I think uh, technically uh, chess would be... Chess is 4D. Yeah. It could be. Like I you guess could well, do... you can't move up, but it moves in time. Hmm. Anyways. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> some parts of art school are very stereotypical like this is so fake (laughs) Mm. what what does what is color color is like color theory oh Um, i love color. yeah it's actually a really interesting class and i'm excited for it um like yeah learning about association with color Mm -hmm. and like the science of color things like that too okay so it's that's it it sounds made up but it's not yeah that's actually one of my more real classes (laughs) what's your least real class (laughs) this semester Oh boy, I have one called uh, Foundation Studio where we work on one project for the whole semester and it's 75% of my grade. It's like a thesis class. Yeah. What is the project? Do you I, I haven't decided yet. A bigger uh, drive yeah. jacket. <laughs> yes. <laughs> pants to go with the drive pants. jacket. A big pair of pants. What about a giant hammer? <laughs> Actually, that's... No, we have that. Yeah. We literally have that. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, yeah, my partner and I went to Comic-Con this year and I was the drive jacket and... We needed something for him to be dressed in, so we made him a giant hammer. We have it. You guys are so cool. Oh, incredible. God damn it. I really want to go back to Comic-Con now that I'm an adult and I'm not kind of insecure about it. Um, so I was the scout from Team Fortress 2 one year, and then I was Finn from Adventure Time another year. Um, I really want a crazy like whole nine yards cosplay, but there's also the level of the it's so good that you get trapped in the entrance hall taking photos for six hours and i need to walk that line because i do want to be able to go around that's basically what happened to me not only because people wanted to take my picture but because uh, it's really hard to walk around (laughs) in the jacket because i don't have any peripheral vision (laughs) and it's huge like the sleeves stick out so far like i can't really go like around where the booths are because i can't turn around or how fast do you think you could run a 40 in the drive (laughs) jacket If we put you in the NFL combine <laughs> in the drive jacket. What's the, uh, w- does the hammer have a lot of like. The hammer is just, you have to be careful turning your head. Okay. Yeah. Cause that feels like the, the drive jacket is almost a costume where you need a handler. Yes. No, that's basically Michael <laughs> ham, was my handler. A hammer littler. Yeah. I'll leave. I'm really, <laughs> I'm struggling this morning. You get out of here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, also last time I saw you, I had, it was Halloween 
and I had uh, the driving crooner costume. That was <laughs> such a good costume. Michael had driving crooner. Michael was the had... driving. My partner is also named Michael, so it's kind Sorry. of confusing. Yeah, uh, he was the driving crooner. We made a car door out of foam and had the the cigar and the hat on it. And then I was the "There's too much shit on me." <laughs> like I don't even want to be around I don't anymore. Even want to be around guy. Anymore. And oh my god, funny story about that was. Uh, so I left that your party because one of our friends, our mutual friends, uh, like uh, broke up with their girlfriend that night. And oh. so I went to go comfort them. But I was dressed as the, there's too much <laughs> shit on me guy. Didn't you also have like face paint and on under the mask? I also had skeleton face paint on under the mask. So I couldn't even take off the muscle suit to be more serious. So I was trying to comfort them and be like, it's okay. Like, you know, you're going to meet someone else. But I'm in this giant muscle suit and old man mask. I had a similar experience. I don't know if you were there when I came down, but I went as Nux from Mad Max. So I was right. painted white with a silver face and scary makeup. And I took the train home. Um, people were like moving away from me. And like, what is this guy going to do? You had like silver all over your face. It's, you look like you've been huffing paint. Yeah. And like dark makeup. And I, I think my phone may have been dead. So I was just kind of sitting there like <laughs> staring off into the nothing. Um, and people were like, scooting away somebody got on the train saw me and ran to another car and i was like oh it shoot. was halloween i feel like there's a line hmm i guess yeah you see a dude painted white with bald head and like scary face paint it looks like he's been huffing paint on the subway how long did you have the larry david haircut for Ooh, uh four days four days yeah. wow did you um, go to class in those days so one of my friends was trying to convince me to show up to class with a hat on and then for one question, just pop the hat off and see the professor's reaction and stick it back on. Um, I got home still intoxicated at eight in the morning um, that day or that night. Um, or no, I guess I didn't have it for four, four, four days. I had it for two because um, I got home, saw myself in the mirror and said, I need to do something about this <laughs> and um, shaved my head. Again, while intoxicated um, at eight in the morning and then fell asleep uh, and my entire bed was covered in like silver hair <laughs> that had been chopped. Um, and that took quite a while to get out of my bed. Bring it back. It was really funny and I kind of kind of want to do it again, but not. I it, it just like it was so much hair that I then had to sacrifice for a bit. Right. And then I had to start from scratch. And then I like the weirdest thing was when I shaved it, putting on this hat and feeling hat on bald head, but not not hat on bald head on the sides <laughs> and taking it on and off was incredibly like tactile and grabby. I don't know if you've ever gone rock climbing, but it was like a, oh. a it was like that texture on my fingers mm. and I hated it. I hated it so much. I've thought about shaving my head a lot, like mostly because I wear so many wigs and the thing that people tell me is, yeah, like, don't shave your head in the summer because, like, the sweat will just drip down into yep. your eyes. Yeah. Also, don't do it in the winter because rain and snow on a fresh bald head is, one, really weird Ooh. and feels quite, like, what is going on. But it's also really cold. Um, when you're bald, you can wear hats and not have to, like, think about what your hair is going to do. I don't you, think about it already. <laughs> You get that privilege for a week and a half and then you reach fuzzy wuzzy phase and it just constantly just looks keep, like shit. Just like, buzz your head once a week. That's what I did. 
It's I, I don't know if it's still fucked. Yeah, Do I have the the mohawk? No. Oh, no. all right, great. Um, it's not. Yeah, it's not great. If I wear a hat, I have to like I have to plan wearing a hat so that I can wash my hair pretty soon after. Oh, really? Otherwise, it like completely flattens this top bit, and then it's like super flat, and then curls. Well, you have like a mane. I have, do. Yeah. yeah, like beautiful hair. It just means a lot of. I'm 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 cold a lot of winters because I can't put on a hat or I'll ruin my hair for the rest of the week. Skill issue. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? Do you have a favorite wig? Uh, I have one that's coming on Monday. Actually, that's like uh probably like butt length, uh like super Horse long girl hair. Yeah, like human hair, yeah. Uh so I'm excited for that, but this is the one I wear the most just because Yeah, this is the know. one I think is your hair. Yeah. Okay. Do you have a fuck ass bob I can throw on? I've actually like wanted my friends to try on my wigs so much. I probably I do have like a yeah a red hair bob. One. Could I could I throw that on? Yeah, I'll wear yeah. a wig for the bob. I'll, I'll throw some wigs on. Here, I'll yeah, grab it. I want to see you in a wig. Yeah, do you have a wig I can wear? Yeah, I want the wig to be too short to actually cover your hair, though, Michael. Forty minutes. We're back. I I wanted to say something funny as if the conversation had broken. But I don't remember what we were saying. Yeah. So for audio <laughs> listeners, uh, go watch the video. For video listeners, um, hi hi. <laughs> So how do you feel? I feel pretty. I feel beautiful. You should. I like this hair on you. What? I, I told you. What? 1940s starting pitcher for the, the Brooklyn Dodgers. That joke is completely missing. They were me. all Jews. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Fair enough. I kind of like John C. Riley swag. Mm, yeah. You know? Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, you kind of have like um I look you're, like you're being like Christian girl autumn. Ooh. Yeah. You need some Uggs, Michael. Yeah. I was thinking more I feel like I'm in a hair metal band. <laughs> mm. What would the hair metal band be called? Uh, Pair of Kings. <laughs> um, do you like how far in advance do you plan out your like like does it take a long time for your like big crazy outfits to come together? Mm. Um, no, honestly, like at night, like I just like plan all my outfits out the night before, like when you're a kid and you like would lay I at still the do foot that. of your bed. Yeah. That's basically what I still do. I just kind of like play around with things. Um, and yeah, I don't really think about it, uh, that much. Usually most of the time, uh, it doesn't hit. <laughs> well, so, you managed yeah. to pull off pants and shirt, which is impressive. Yeah. Wait, what are you saying? Doesn't hit. <laughs> I feel like, I don't know. I'm not. Maybe I'm very self-critical, but I... So, yeah. again, uh, I don't think we've brought this up. Charlie was just voted best dressed in New York. Um, <laughs> on the Watching New York. On and, the Watching New York. And the best dressed in Reddit slash MFA. So if you're self-critical, I don't think I should be on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Well, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I just... Well like deserved, clothes, let me say. I think, yeah. 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 Do you have a certain era of fashion that you look towards either for inspiration or that you look for when you're thrifting or, or, uh, shopping in general? Uh, it varies. Like for a while I was really into the eighties. Mm -hmm. Um, and I still do like a lot of eighties suiting. I, it, was, it was like really playful, huge shoulders, mm -hmm. like big lapels, fat ties. Um, but for fashion history, I love the 1890s. It was mm. like when you had like huge puffy sleeves and like mm. really tiny snatched waist and uh, like long skirts and like high boots and uh, bustles, I think, should mm -hmm. come back. That's my my fashion opinion is that Vivian Westwood did some bustles, but I think they should come back. What is a bustle? 
A bustle is a pad that would go under your skirt in the back to make your butt like it doesn't look like a fake butt. It's like so exaggerated oh, yeah, that it like, like, just goes like yeah. way out. Yeah. 1890s would be like the era where like it takes like two hours and three people to like get you into your outfit kind of thing. I think that's a little bit yeah. later than that. Or, oh, is it? Yeah. 1890s, like you, there was still like you were wearing a corset, which I have, um, but it wasn't like, uh, you know, like 1700s mm. where it's like you have to put your pockets on as a separate garment, which was I, a thing. Um, <laughs> I took a history of fashion class in college. I don't think I've talked about this in the podcast, but one of the biggest evolutions towards not only like women's sovereignty and sharing of ideas, but also fashion in general was the introduction of public bathrooms for women in London. Mm. Um, so women were basically confined to the house and because clothing especially took so long to put on and then was so limiting in mobility in general, it made it quite hard for women to escape literally the house for more than an hour at a time. Um, especially because there were no bathrooms. You were essentially constrained to how close you could be to your house so that you could run back and huh. you know, use the bathroom. However, when public bathrooms started appearing, it created spaces for women, not only in like a communal space, they'd meet at the bathroom because it's what you had to do, but also it allowed them to have more freedom and autonomy outside of the home in order to explore a city huh. um, and really led to proliferation of like women sharing ideas and women sharing fashion and... Um, yeah, I mean, weird, interesting tidbit, but I do think it is interesting that the public bathroom was so, you know, revolutionary for women, especially. And now I feel like it barely exists. I yep. mean, especially in New York, like there yeah. are no public bathrooms. Right. <laughs> you think uh, those old bathrooms in, in London were gated by like six pence coffee or something or a water? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, uh, for those of you who don't know, I was pregnant twice. And in New York, when I was pregnant, I mean, you just, when you're pregnant, you have to piss so much more than you can ever imagine because you have so much pressure, like, uh, in your body. And places would not let me use the bathroom. And I was like, really? <laughs> yeah. When I was like nine months pregnant, I would go to Starbucks and be like, I need to use your bathroom, like, so bad. And they would just be like, no. What? It's yeah. Fucked up. Also, never, actually, no, one time someone offered me their seat on the subway when I was pregnant. And that's the only time. <laughs> Damn. That's crazy. Do better, New York. What the Damn, fuck? New York. What happened? That I, kind of, I feel like I haven't seen a pregnant person in months. There's like a weird thing that I see online about how people say that they've never seen an Asian person pregnant. I don't know. Have you seen this? This is like No, I also <laughs> just haven't seen a pregnant stereotype. person, period. <laughs> like specifically? Yeah. Huh. I don't, I feel like I don't, and it's probably because New York is not like a very, uh, like baby town or like pregnant people town. But like, I feel like I don't see pregnant baby people town. very often. <laughs> baby town. It's not baby town. This area feels like baby town. Yeah. This, this like, this and um like I go to uh Prospect Park area and it's so beautiful, but every single person is like pushing a baby in a stroller. Yep. And I get uh I get scared. Michael's like, I should get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm missing out. I already pee so much. <laughs> like I, I I pee like every like thirty minutes probably. What? I'd be pissing. What? I love, I'd be pissing. You might want to talk to a doctor. <laughs> um, when I was in elementary school, I used to get really bored and just asked to go to the bathroom 
so I didn't have to sit in class. I thought you were going to say you would get really bored and just pee. <laughs> no, no, no. So I'd hide a book in the bathroom and go read my book like 12 times a day. And it got to the point Nerd. where my third grade teacher called my mom and was like, hi, like, I know this is an awkward call to get. I've just noticed Solomon is going to the bathroom quite a lot and you might want to have a discussion with him to make sure that nothing is wrong. He may have, you know, a UTI or something may be wrong. And so my mom, he's just I get, a fucking nerd. No, I get home one day and my mom sits me down and she's like, are you feeling okay? And I'm like, yeah, like obviously like, you know, what's wrong with me? <laughs> she's like, so your teacher called today. And I was like, Oh, Miss Kaplan, like sick. Yeah. What's up with her? <laughs> she's like, she told me something really interesting. Like, are you sure you're feeling all right? And I was like, yeah, obviously. And she's like, okay, so we might have to go see a urologist. And I was like, all right, what's a urologist? Like, I'm in third grade. And she starts explaining to me. I'm like, oh, no, I just go read my book. And she's like, okay, knock that shit off. Because, <laughs> like, now I'm going to have to call your teacher and explain this. Was it like the godfather? You had it, like, in a plastic bag in the tank? I had it in a ceiling tile. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. So That's I'd, ingenious. Yeah. So uh, there in was, third I'd climb up on a radiator and then onto a windowsill and there was a ceiling tile that I could reach and I'd move and get my book and then take it down. Because if I left it like on the toilet seat, first of all, I don't want other shitty hands touching my Percy Jackson book or the fuck I was reading. Secondly, if it's just like out and about, it's going to like, you know, when you flush and the water goes everywhere. I try not I, to think about that, but yes. yeah. yeah. So I, I just didn't want my book getting nasty and shitty, so it went to a floor, a ceiling tile. In third grade. In third grade. How often? How like how long were you reading? Twenty minutes. Oh my god. Yeah. And how many times a day? Like eight to twelve. I would be seriously concerned. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> two hundred minutes. You're you're gone for like two Most to the day. Two to three hours. <laughs> That's half of the day. <laughs> they gave me a lot of work that I finished really quickly. <laughs> oh, and then, oh, sorry. So as a result of this, they're like, all right, clearly we need to be doing something different. So rather than going to the bathroom, I'd have to go and do extra hard math. And I was like, I <laughs> fucked myself here. God damn it. Damn. Yeah. When I was oh. in elementary school, I, I mean, I've always kind of dressed weird because, uh, I asked my dad to make me a velvet cape that I could wear and That's I would sick. wear it with like my knee high converse. And <laughs> And I went to a school, I, uh, I went to school in Boulder, Colorado, so I did not get bullied. <laughs> That's, yeah. But uh, yeah, basically from, and then when I was like 13 to like age 20, I wore heels every day. <laughs> That's scary. You've probably yeah. got incredible like ankle and calf strength. Legitimately. I actually think I it messed up my knees though. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. There's so. a trade off. Yeah. But yeah, I would like. I, my parents were teachers, so I had to wake up really early in the morning. Mm. Um, and I wanted to do like full hair, makeup, outfit, everything. So I would wake up so early, like 5 a.m., and I would watch the Colbert Report and the Daily <laughs> Show and like do my makeup and hair <laughs> and get ready for school. Damn. What got you interested in fashion and dressing and makeup that early on? I feel like some people it happens a little bit later. I mean, makeup makes sense, but. You know, wearing a velvet cape with knee-high converse is not something that comes inherently to a lot of a lot of kids. Uh, I've always been really interested in like movies, and mm -hmm. I went to film school. Uh, but I think like that's why I started getting really interested is because mm -hmm. like of costuming and like Halloween, uh, just like seeing like more unconventional ways of dressing that mm -hmm. weren't just like everyday fashion. Sure. 
Do you have certain movies that you point to other than Star Wars, like you mentioned, but mm-hmm. singular movies that you point to either for style inspiration or just like, wow, this was a formative movie for me? Uh, every time I watch The Devil Wears Prada, I feel like I dress mm. better for a week. Although I skip past all the parts with her boyfriend and her friends. Because is that the, the five foot drive jacket? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Wait, what's the What's the part where they're like? You just don't like the. the you just want to see her. They're evil. Miranda. They want her to quit her job. It's like she's wearing archival Chanel. Like wait, it doesn't wow, matter. Wait, how. you have this interpretation? Yes. You're on the side of. <laughs> yeah, yes. her boyfriend kind of fucking sucks. Oh no, her boyfriend does suck. Yeah. Her boyfriend very much sucks in that movie, and it's sort of weird that like that's the like the happy ending, I guess. But yeah. also like she's with a fuck ass man in New York. That is the ending for many women in New York yeah, City. It's unfortunately, true. it's over. Hate to tell you that, um, but. but like you, you think she should have st- Miranda? Is that her name? Uh, no, uh, that's uh, um, that's Meryl Streep. Right? You she, think she should have stayed working? Yeah, for? I do think. Okay, so. cool. yeah. She was, kind of, she was kind of abusive. Oh, she was. Yeah. So maybe maybe she transitions to like another magazine. You know, there's like yeah. a, a like an L. Maybe she could have gone to instead of the Vogue. Yeah. The mm-hmm. yeah, runway is what they call it yeah. in the movie. <laughs> and then wait, does Stanley Tucci get passed over again at the end of the movie? Yeah, so that's like why Anne Hathaway leaves at the end is because she thinks that like Stanley Tucci getting fucked over is like the last drop. Okay, yeah. Again. So stand in solidarity with your work husband, right? Yeah, like or your true. work wife. Yeah. That's the that's the good ending. Yeah, that's yeah. the moral of the story. But also yeah. don't leave the leave the fuck ass New York guy. Leave the fuck ass New York guy. Do you guys have fashion movies that you... <laughs> Do you guys have yeah. fuck-ass New York guys? Yeah, each other. Like movies that inspire... I I don't know if I do. Really? I, so I love the old... Not the old, but the Romeo and Juliet with Leonardo DiCaprio, which I feel like is a very cliche movie. That's mm. So that production designer was like the reason I went to film school, basically. Yeah. Catherine oh, Martin. Uh, she's married to Baz Luhrmann. Um, oh, wait, really? So yeah, she... that's. The tragedy is she only works on his films. Like, and oh. I think she's like the most amazing production designer ever. I need, she I need a ride or die yeah. like that. That's yeah. crazy. But she did, yeah, Great Gatsby, Moulin Rouge, mm. uh, Romeo and Juliet, and yeah, the costumes are amazing. Um, Blade Runner as well. Oh um, yeah. I my my dream like wardrobe is all the Blade Runner stuff. Um, and I guess some of it is, is attainable. In the first movie, it's a lot of like vintage Western wear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which is great. But in the way that it's kind of dirtied up and the environment around it really brings it out and makes it stand out by also making it blend in. Like if you look at Deckard's jackets and shirts, it's just a lot of like vintage Western stuff. That's what I love about Blade Runner is that like it was one of the first sci-fi movies that thought about like how the future will actually just be like retrofitted things Mm -hmm. and not completely Mm -hmm. new buildings and fashion. It's like, you know, more realistic to what I think it will actually be like. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I mean, I also went to a school where it was perpetually raining. And so it like drove that urge. It's like, oh, I could do this. Like this could be my aesthetic, right? I get like a leather jacket. I don't kind of mind fucking up and just like stand out in the rain a little bit brooding, <laughs> right? Just I can't commit to brooding. a full brood. Yeah. But yeah. are you romanticizing your melancholic solitude always, again? Always. <laughs> I was on the Metro North the other day, just like out the window, like a yeah. little bit misty eyed. You like rest your head on the window. Yep. Oh, it's beautiful. Yep. I well, I was doing that, and then I get really scared because the passing trains were like this far away, and they come out of nowhere, and I jump a little bit. And it's like ah, I've ruined the moment. Like, You're like oh, one man. of those guys who like would go to like the very first movie ever and like get scared by the train. <laughs> 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 oh my god, they shot the moon! Oh! <laughs> I think the the main th- when I watch movies, the main like 
thing that I get out of it is that I I want to start wearing suits again. Should we get some f- like fuck ass like zoot suits? Yeah, well, I went and saw the the Ferrari movie the other day. How was it good? It's it's I, I, it's it's really funny to see Adam Driver being Italian. <laughs> it, did you watch the trailer for it? I saw the insane car crash. Is that what you're talking about? Or, well, there's yeah. there's a trailer for it that has no words at all, just car sounds. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, and yeah. and I think they did that so you don't realize that Adam Driver is speaking with an Italian accent <laughs> through the whole movie. I was worried you were gonna say so that they so that you don't realize it's a musical. I was thinking that too. Yeah, they did the Wonka technique. I didn't realize it was a musical. It's crazy. Uh, but the um, uh, it, the, something about the suits in that movie and like one specific guy who kept showing up. I was like, fuck. I want to just like, I want to give it all up and just be a suit guy. That's the main thing. But I would you be like a fucked up suit guy, like a Tom Brown suit guy, or we'd be like back be to the Tom old Brown. days of like? Yeah, no. I mean, the guy who was the suits, the suit the guy was wearing like was borderline Tom Brown, okay. and it's like it wasn't as short, but it was like that kind of like very like structured. I don't know. Another one of my fashion hot takes is that the older suits, like seventies and eighties especially, the suit jackets that are really long, mm-hmm. kind of look like shit. With and, the really low button. Yeah. yeah. And on a lot of guys, especially just the way that you're built, it makes you look really stubby. Like your legs are really short. And I don't think that looks good in a suit. I think a good sh- suit should make your legs look long yeah. um, and your shoulders broad. Somewhere between like dye workwear and uh, whatever you can buy at Express or like suit supply, there's a perfect so, suit. Okay. People shit on suit supply. <laughs> People shit on suit supply. <laughs> no, no, I no. think suit supply... If you have three hundred bucks and a need for a suit, they'll get you. Oh no, like, no, like yeah, yeah. I'm not even. <laughs> Charlie's laughing because of dye workwear. Dye workwear, and you I air it out. We, no. we have small beef. Uh, Little beef. <laughs> well, okay. He will block anyone that says anything negative about him on Twitter to the point where, like, I literally think he searches suit guy because if it doesn't does. even mention his name or like his handle, he will block you. I think he's like an extreme name searcher in that. So he had me blocked on Twitter because I I don't even know. It was, I think it was something really innocuous that I said. Uh, and then he joined the MFA Discord that I'm in. And now uh, sometimes we trade jabs. Do you want me to make you like a custom work jack that you can just throw at him if you ever? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. The... Um a custom work jack? Yeah, like, like, like a work, Yeah, like a soy oh, jack. I thought you were talking about a work jacket. I was like, oh no, no, no. You need I, like, yeah. like, like a shriveled up version of his AVI. Like, yeah. yeah. The <laughs> thing is that no one knows what he looks like because he won't. He's he's the ultimate talk shit post fit, like counter. Yeah, because he's never posted a, a fit. Ever. No fits like, exist of him. Yeah. No. I feel like he must have like a face crop down or like emoji no. over nope. the face. Really? No. Nope. He, someone asked him and he said like people in his community know how he dressed. And I think he was referring to like 2008, like style forum posters or whatever. But like, no, he's, he's never, he's, he's always talking shit. Never posting, never posting fit. I do talk a lot of shit, but I also post a lot of, oh yeah, (laughs) I, I post a lot of fits and I don't talk all that much shit. Yeah. You really don't talk shit. I guess I talk shit, but I that also dress like shit. No, no, I yeah. know. I, I, I'm just surprised that, that, that like, I wasn't sure if, if I was telling the truth when I said that, but I guess I probably don't really talk that much shit. 
do I talk shit about the way people dress? Yeah. I'm, I, th- I feel like I just get annoyed at people and not the way that they dress. No, you talk a little bit of shit about the way people dress. Okay. I feel like most of the time I'm talking shit, though, it's about like a brand. Like I go on Vogue runway every day. I like I go I like to the red carpet summary every day and like look at how people are dressed. Every and most day? Of, you wake up every day and start hating? <laughs> basically, yeah. I wake up, I drink my haterade. Uh, mm. So most of the time it's just directed at like anonymous stylist who i think did a bad job mm. yeah you you you're always like posting i think in like discords but you, you post a lot of reviews of like various award show yeah every time mm. there's an award show i do like a red carpet roundup like not for anyone just just out there I'm just interested. to put it out there yeah <laughs> just like using using discord as your personal diary yeah Love i'll die in this hill i think we need more or fashion journalists especially need more license to just say this shit fucking sucks and yeah. be you can't do it anymore because you ruin your invite. I was going to say yeah. like and not get exiled because of it. Yeah. And even when they're trying to say this fucking sucks, you have to jump through a million hoops and it still sounds kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just disappointing. I want people to be able to talk shit. I think the the power to the journalists. Yeah. That aren't on TikTok because they call anything shit. Do you think that like award show like do you do you like or dislike more often i guess when it's like award show fashion do you think it's getting worse Ooh. no i don't know it like really varies because uh what was the yeah the golden globes i thought like there were maybe like two looks that i liked but then the emmys that just happened i thought like there was like only a few that i thought were bad a lot uh, of the they men's were looks were kind of not great in general yeah men's red carpet fashion is a total snooze it's just like you know the most classic suit. Usually the pants are don't even fit right. Okay, yeah, but, yeah. it's a lot of like it's either really boring or just badly fitting. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Do you know why that is in particular? I don't know. I think it's like honestly, I think a lot of it is like sexism because like men are on the red carpet are not getting critiqued to the level that women are getting critiqued. Mm. Um, like if you look at a worst dress list, it's not going to be a man in a poorly fitting suit most of the time. It's like a woman in like a feather gown that looks mm. like a Muppet or something <laughs> like that. Uh, just because it's like, yeah. But uh, is Coleman Domingo, he dresses incredibly. I don't He's know who this is. like my we're, we're number one. Yannick, would you carpet. put a photo yeah. of, of Coleman Domingo? Can I get a Coleman Domingo up here, please? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Yannick. Every she single award show that he showed up to recently has been amazing. I, there's also like, I feel like sort of the opposite side, but very similar thing is that like, I feel like all the male actors want to be like classically masculine. Oh, holy shit. He kills it. What the fuck? Oh, hell yeah. He's got swag and he knows he's killing it, which is great. Do you think part of that is also on the male actors for not necessarily feeling comfortable or wanting to go outside of a certain comfort zone or take a risk? I don't know because I am like ignorant about how that process actually works at that level. I don't know like how much input they have or like yeah i don't know how much uh dialogue they have with their stylist about that do you ever or have you ever been reached out to either for styling or for help sourcing because again i feel like your collection of things is one very eclectic but two very impressive i mean there's a a flight suit <laughs> sitting over there which i the love the alien flight suit yeah yeah, that's a like a 1970s yeah. soviet flight suit i'm just going to like nerd about it really quick no please uh it's a pressure suit. So basically mm-hmm. it has like uh, 
corsetry uh, all over it because uh, when you fly at a high elevation, that uh, lacing will like lace up tight and like prevent you from passing out basically. Oh yeah, Michael's great. It helps it. with the G forces. Yeah, and it it's has heavy. yeah, it has like pneumatic yeah. tubes that go up and down it. The, uh, the back, I think, is crazy. This shit is so heavy. <laughs> I'm almost falling over. I'll hold it. Don't worry. I've yeah, I've done a little bit of styling. That's actually something that I would like to do a lot more of. Mm. Um, but no, I haven't um, like sourced clothing for for anyone. I just got a really strong whiff of paint coming off of this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where did you it find this? Uh, <laughs> so I saw it originally. I saw one at Stella Dallas, that store I mentioned before. And it was really expensive. So I didn't buy it then. And then I just set up an eBay alert mm -hmm. and uh, waited for one to pop up. I was going to say, I feel like... Um, How much was it? It's like $100. Shh. Our friend Julian Damn. was looking for one, I believe, um, oh, that sounds like for a while. But... I mean, it's it's really cool. Um, and again, like I'm gonna wear it to the Dune premiere. <laughs> yes, uh, because it looks suit. like a still suit. Yeah. Could you piss in it? Would it recycle your piss? <laughs> it Have has you tried? A fly that button that zips down that you could just yeah. <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah. It's it's really like I look at this and I do not expect this to be like real. Mm -hmm. Like it looks like well, a oh, lot of like designers have been yeah inspired by this. Like there's helmet collections that mm -hmm. uh, were inspired by these, and obviously like it's very H.R. Geiger. Yeah, yeah, it looks like Alien. What's the uh? So wait, what happens with these like tubes? So these strips of fabric, um, like they cinch in, uh, like they get pulled tight, and the tubes help regulate like the pressure within the suit. Huh. So. That's so cool. Yeah, I mean, you've seen the photos of the uh, the fighter pilots like undergoing forces and their faces just sort of being stripped from the bone. It's, I mean, it's it's entertaining. Yeah. Um, somewhat delusionally, I think I could last maybe <laughs> three or four seconds. Like I wouldn't pass out immediately. You know what I mean? Are you one of those people like they say, you know, whatever, 75% of men think that they could land a plane in an emergency? Oh, no, that that plane is cartwheeling and I am I'm getting ejected by that thing. I'm seeing the curvature of the earth as I get kicked out of the plane before I smash in. Like one of my favorite hypotheticals to ask, especially around a group of men, men is if you wake up in a plane, you have a, you have one week to assume the controls. Once you do, you are in full control of the plane. There's no communications. All you have to do is walk away. The plane can get totaled, but all you have to do is walk away safely. Do you think you could land it? And every time I ask this in a group of like three or more men, it's a huge debate because one of them is like, <laughs> you're a fucking idiot. And the other two are like, what are you talking about? This like, debate is still going on in a group of friends after like months. Well, without, yeah, without air traffic control, like communication. No, I don't think. But I actually do think I could potentially land a plane with someone in my ear like how it actually is yeah. in real life yeah yeah so the other stipulation i say is you have the instruction manual but nobody to explain it to you there's and no you way i could do yeah. the no, instruction, exactly. does yeah. the instruction manual on a plane tell you how to fly or does it just tell you like i think it tells you what everything does okay yeah a week is a long time see he's one of the guys so you think you i'm do not it. no 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 i'm not saying <laughs> see i'm not convinced i could do it but like I think a week, I think it's very generous of you to give a week. Mm. And like that assumes that I in any way would be able to focus for that long. Uh, real quick, I have to I have to do two things. Um, first, um, 
if you'd like to join the Pair of Kings Discord. Um, we usually ask our guest for a keyword or phrase every episode that they should message us on Instagram. Message Pair of Kings Pod on Instagram if you'd like to join. Um, if you, sorry. So yes, we ask our guest Charlie. Would you give us a keyword or phrase that they should message us if they'd like to join the Pair of Kings Discord? Wig. Wig. Easy. Flu. <laughs> Secondly, is if you'd like another additional episode every week, you can find us on herohero.com forward slash POK. For $4 a month, you get an additional episode, early access, two episodes, and a lot more. Um, go show support. We would really appreciate it. It helps us uh, keep keep the soundboard lights on, as it were. Um, and, uh, and thank if, you. If we get 100 uh, subscribers on Hero Hero, Saul will get the... Uh, so yeah, 100, I'm getting the certified lover boy haircut done by a professional. Oh, wow. 200, we're doing a Charge Lemonade podcast. And then 300, Michael will do the certified lover boy haircut while on a Charge Lemonade. Wow, I really want the Charge Lemonade podcast to happen. Oh, I, we need 200 subscribers. Originally, it was going to be a Rhino uh, male enhancement pill podcast, <laughs> but then I found out those could kill me. Yeah. So, oh, no. Yeah. No, again, I talked on this uh, about this on the last podcast. Um, yeah, there was a whole segment. Oh, I, wow. I did a lot of research on PubMed about 48-hour priapism. <laughs> uh, so it's it's like it's bad um, yeah that seems dangerous yep well yeah you should uh, subscribe so the the charge lemonade podcast can happen that yeah. would be amazing let's do it yeah. Um, yeah. I need to be gnashing my teeth together while we podcast I'm so caffeine sensitive that uh, <laughs> one that will be like potentially a very bad podcast and also two uh, I will not sleep that night even if we do it early in the morning I'm not sleeping <laughs> no you'll oh, you're crash one of those hard people who oh like, yeah Wait, so when you were a barista, like, did you just not This drink? is a new thing. This oh, is a recent, okay. like, I used to be like a, like a, like three coffees throughout the day kind of person. And then I think like, because I'm old. <laughs> In my late 20s, I, I started to like not be, I think part, partly it's like a medication I'm on, but I just like started to be able to not. Right. I can't even drink a, a full pour over anymore. I think I like, might be actually developing like, so I've always been mildly allergic to alcohol. Like, you know, typical, I get Asian flush mm. and I'm allergic to barley, which means I can't have like whiskey, mm. shochu, things mm. like that. Is shochu barley? Sometimes. Okay. Sometimes it's like sweet potato. Okay. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, I think I might just be fully becoming allergic to all alcohol now. <laughs> Do you Why? get itchy with all alcohol? I get hives. And I like oh, no. will get really, really sick. Like so Damn. yeah, I think <laughs> I think it might be over for me. <laughs> and your partying career was just getting started. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean you can tell you can by the puzzle on our table. I was I've been partying hard. <laughs> I really want to do uh Great American Challenge with like the fashion friend group. What's Great American Challenge? You divide up into teams of four and it's the first team to uh you can play with a 24 rack, but a 36 rack of beer between the four of you, um, usually two blunts or an equivalent amount of, no, of marijuana. Done. Well, no, you don't have to participate in any of the. <laughs> All right, so well, I you get could, Jake you John Howard the, on my team. You could do, yeah, you could do heavy drinking. Uh, then you also do uh, one large cheese or pepperoni pizza, depending on the preference of the group, and then a 500 piece puzzle. And so. first group to finish all <laughs> Yeah, okay. I'm on. I'm on team puzzle. You guys can handle literally. Yeah, all I'll do of the, the puzzle part to end the pizza. So the problem with that is everybody's like, "Yeah, I'll be on the puzzle team," and then you get one person that's just like <laughs> out of their mind. <laughs> well, everybody else is kind is of like, a lot too for yeah, a short amount of time. Yeah, you need to do division of labor. Also, puzzle goes pretty quickly between four people. Immensely slowly between four drunk high pizza people. Yeah, drunk high pizza. Yeah. Yeah. So this should I? I'll dump the strategy to you too. 
The the best strategy is you start by doing the outer rim of the puzzle, and yeah. then you leave two people doing the puzzle while drinking beers. Those need to be the beer people. The other two people take on the weed, and while that sets in, they will eat the pizza. And then once that finishes, hopefully you're about halfway to two-thirds of the way through the beer. Puzzle's looking okay, and then you get everybody on the puzzle, and you just are like, guys, we're not going to get mad at each other about this. Um, we're going to do a puzzle. And the puzzle, like, this is a tough puzzle. Genuinely. But the puzzle, you go and get like easy 500, you know, cereal okay. boxes or ice cream flavor, you know, mm. like. So you've done this before? It once. And did you win? Um, Second place. What Wait, team were you on? How many teams were there? What, what? There were four teams. Oh, four. What, what, okay. uh, what, what was your, what was your uh, class? Oh, of, of guy? Yeah. Um, I can't eat pizza because I'm allergic to gluten and dairy, but I guess I could take a lactate. You also can't drink beer. Well, you can get like gluten free beer or you can do hard seltzers, you know, like you can, you don't have to exclude anybody. Um, so yeah, I was pretty intoxicated. I didn't want to smoke. So I, I drank and then did the puzzle. Mm. Um, I'm really good at puzzles. I'm nice with puzzles. Yeah, yeah me too. Uh, really? Oh, oh! Are we sounds like, a, a like we're forming here? a team right <laughs> yeah. now. Now we need Jake John Howard. <laughs> yeah, we just need Jake John Howard to, to and Cam. <laughs> oh, and Cam. Mm. Cam. Cam would be like the 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 beer tank. Um, <laughs> beer tank. The, fir- the very first time I met you, it was with Cam. And oh yeah. The very first time I met you, you were running down. You were sprinting down the street <laughs> in kiss heels, and I was very impressed. When was this? It was when. Um, Tyga was visiting uh, from California, uh, and we were trying to go to uh, the ramen place on St. Mark's. And it was super but full. it was super full, of course. So we had to go to the da- now closed uh, Dallas Barbecue uh, that, that was in the East insane. Village, and it's horrible. The, Worst the, food I ever had. The Henny Wap. I'm <laughs> sorry. It's called. Yeah, the, yeah, they have a drink called the Wap. I don't remember what Wet it stands. Wet ass. Yeah, it, it stands for something. Prosecco. I don't know yet. <laughs> and it's like it's like a some sort of like horrible sugary tropical drink made with Hennessy and then with like a beer upside down in it. So I did not have one. The other hill that I'll die on is that there's no good barbecue in New York City. Oh no, that's I mean, like coming from Texas, I a hundred percent agree with you. But it's like mostly because of Red Hook. Well, that's the one thing I've heard is yeah, like um hometown I've heard in Industry City is good. Okay. There is good barbecue here. I but also it's a space thing. Like you can't have a pit yeah. here. Like I feel like you don't necessarily I mean, some of the best barbecue I've had has been along I ninety five in like Georgia and you pull up and it's a dude outside of a gas station like smoking shit out of an oil drum. And you're just like, Okay, smoking yeah. that I shit think out like, of an oil Because of fire drum. code. Like I li- literally think you can't oh. do that in New York. Yeah. I think Mighty Quinn's for a chain is surprisingly good. There's yeah, it's fine. The problem that I've had with Mighty Quinn's is I go and the food doesn't come out hot. Huh. huh. I feel like it's just like there's a really similar chain in Texas called Rudy's, but it's a third of the price. So mm. Mighty yeah, Quinn's is, is a little expensive bit expensive to me. Yeah. Um, wigs are so itchy. <laughs> you don't have a wig cap on though. That's, I actually, yeah. I, I, it was itchy initially and then I kind of forgot that I had it on. That's why oh. like you see people going like this yeah. is because they're like itching their wig, but they don't want to like mess up the That's placement. what I'm currently yeah. trying to do. So I, again, when I shaved my head, I either wanted to fuck ass Bob or like the Lucius Malfoy, you know, oh, like yeah. halfway down my back, really fine silver hair. <laughs> I would have been insufferable. Like hair would have been. <laughs> yeah. Even worse. You know, I'm bad now. I could get even worse. Yeah, my new wig is uh like, did you guys see Poor Things? 
No, no, but I want to. It's like Emma Stone's hair in that. It's like super long black wavy. horse girl hair. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you have like thigh high riding boots? <laughs> no, but the actually the fashion in Poor Things, great fashion movie. Mm. Yeah, it looks it. Yeah, different. They're the like East and West Coast interpretations of horse girl. I think are very different though. Oh, and Midwest maybe. I don't know yeah, which I, one is because like yeah, I'm from Colorado, so the horse girls. Actually do you consider horses. Colorado the Midwest? No, but culturally, I think it is more okay. similar to, than like West Coast. Yeah. Like there's no, I hate the term like Rocky Mountains or like just West for Colorado. <laughs> you hate the term Rocky Mountains? <laughs> Fuck the Rocky Mountains. <laughs> like, no, no, like that is like the mountain range, but like as that region. Mm. Oh, 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 oh. Because I don't know. I just feel like Colorado is not like. It's not the same as like the other states around it, really. It's like mm. more similar to like Nebraska and like that area. Is Nebraska Midwest? I don't know. Nebraska's not Rocky Mountains. So, <laughs> our listeners from Nebraska, are I'm so sorry, so Nebraska. Bad. No, yeah. <laughs> so what are the East and West and Midwest designations of horse girls? So, when I think of horse girl, I think of either thigh high or like quite high leather you boots. You think of equestrian girls, you think of like. Yeah, like, like you're thinking of rich, like girls, rich, right? li- yeah. rich, like like. So that's again, that's like what I think dressage of dressage horse type. Where girls. I'm Correct. from, I think of like girls who literally were on a farm. Yeah, yeah. A West Coast horse girl is like in Wranglers and like a plaid button up and has hair down to her ass and is like a farm girl. So still yeah. rich, but it's like a weirder. I'd like say it's farm rich. The Northeast is the same thing. They're just wearing really tight pants and also a. Uh, like the worst fitting button down you've ever seen, mm. or I'm sorry, uh, polo that's way too tight in the weirdest places. And then they also have really long hair, but it's like in like a bun or something. Mm. Maybe yeah. it is more dressage. Maybe that's, you know, the Northeast. It's, it's like fancier. I feel like East coast horse girls are, are like a, are, are a more like you got soft hands, horse girls. Yeah. You got soft hands, <laughs> horse girls. Did you guys know any horse girls intimately? <laughs> Intimately, Intimately. Like, yeah. <laughs> not like uh, like you're like personally, yeah, yeah, <laughs> biblically, yeah, not biblically. No. Um, <laughs> yes, because I grew, I went to a high school in like what is is a developed farm town. Uh, like my my house was dirt roads. My my house was a mile away from like dirt lots when I moved into it. I grew up on a farm also, and yeah. like we literally had a milkman, which people think is funny, that delivered milk in glass bottles. We, we, we had, had a milkman in milk England. I had not. a milkman in in Westchester, New York. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. that's yeah. crazy. We had a metal box. Yeah, outside of a yeah. Huh. Yeah. I never had that in America. We had that until I was like sixteen, and then they're like, "We're stopping this," and I was like, "Oh, oh well, okay, <laughs> okay." Um. Yeah, the I, I I knew I feel like I knew a lot of like there was there was a lot of horse girls in my welding class. Okay. Really? Yeah. What were they what were they like welding well, armor for their horses? Yo. <laughs> no, my, my welding class was uh with like an agricultural focus. Oh. oh. oh so like okay. we did we we welded like a lot of like gates and stuff for like okay. horse pens. This the semester that I got sent home because of COVID. Um, I was building for my metal shop class, a full suit of armor. Wow. And I couldn't go in and get it out of the building because they turned off access. And then after that, they essentially just shut down that area of the school for a year. And so there was a half finished suit of armor. I had done the helmet and then I was doing the chest plate and there was a half finished suit of armor in there and I could see it in the window. 
as I walked by because it was just in one of the classrooms. And then one of the days it was gone. Somebody has oh, my like no. half finished suit of armor. Were you like forging it? No. So I was cutting it, and then obviously you can't forge it. But I was articulating. <laughs> so itchy. <laughs> I was so I had finished the helmet, and then I forget what it's called, but the like cape off the helmet that covers your neck mm. i was making that out of chains and then cut pieces wow um so we can all weld yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> i still got soft i got i got soft hands though unfortunately uh, you got real soft hands you're wearing chrome hearts <laughs> you think so yeah i don't think i mean actually a welder in chrome hearts would be crazy yeah wait you you have like a chainmail thing as well yeah, I, it's not like <sighs> as real chainmail as yours. It's made by Rachel Comey. <laughs> Who's Rachel Comey? Uh, she's like a New York uh, women's wear designer. Oh, yeah. interesting. It's like kind of—is it light? Yeah. Oh, I really want just the um, the headpiece with the. I I don't know exactly what the, all the designations mm. of chainmail are, but mm-hmm. I want the headpiece with the face cut out and then it goes down here. So yeah. it's like a skirt for your your neck. I, I would like more. <laughs> it's so I really I was in I was a kid and I really wanted chainmail and it's so expensive uh but I could convince my mother to buy me the rings cuz they're not they're like way less expensive um so I I just had to like sit and make I couldn't believe that you made it like I when I was a kid I did not have the like focus to make something as intricate I, as chainmail I don't have the focus now but I did then. Well, I feel like that'd be like crocheting at this point. You know, yeah. you like throw I on a TV didn't show. <laughs> but you make stuff. Yeah. You make yeah. a lot of stuff. I mean, yeah, um, you make way more than well, I ever What have. do you mean you don't have the. We're sitting like there's a cardboard Birkin behind me. What the fuck do you mean? <laughs> That's really. Uh, I love like the funny. cardboard Birkin. I want to take it like to the Hermes store and like, just walk around with it. Ask you should, them to you legit should be. Check it. Yeah, you could uh, like check it or like. Um, authenticated or something like hi i bought this off the secondary market i'm really hoping it's real like would you just do me a favor i would love like just yeah like the birkins that are just like printed on paper bags like just like Mm. the really really blatantly fake ones i think are hilarious like blatant fakes i love Mm. my mom's go-to gift for four or five years that she'd give to like her friends not repeatedly but once she found these bags when she was on a work trip in china that were canvas totes that were built pretty well and then just had Birkins printed on them. Yes, that's amazing. And where she, so the first round she got were Birkins and then she went back two years later and they'd switched away to like the LV Keepall. But I, I vaguely remember some of them had the LV Keepall like cut off because it was too long for the tote. <laughs> it was amazing. And so she'd give those out as gifts and women were like, where the fuck do you buy these? Like I want... I want because it's it's hysterical. It's such a good idea. And yeah. my mom, she just go with an empty suitcase, come back with forty of these ten dollar fake Birkin totes, and they were well made, genuinely. She, forty totes she's bringing back. Yeah, because those. I mean, that was like her bread and butter. If you can find a crowd pleasing, you can give it to anybody. It's funny they use it. Gift that's like distinctly yours for ten bucks. I think you get as many of those as you can. I can't think of forty people I give birthday gifts to. Maybe I would if yeah. I had a bunch of fake Birkins. Well, this was also like people she worked with mm. or like employees or things like that. Cool. Yeah. My mom rocks. <laughs> I talk about it all the time. My mom's so cool. My mom is cooler than me to the point where she 
does things, I'm like, mom, you're being whack. And then two years later, I'm like, fuck, she was so cool for that. And I was the naysayer. It's terrible. Mom, you smoke too tough. <laughs> They're going to kill you, mom. They're going to kill you, mom. My dad did give me uh, like an old shirt that he uh, is like not going to wear anymore because he's, you know, in his 70s. And it's just like a big, it's like the Balenciaga type button down silk shirt that has a big anime character on it. <laughs> what the what anime? No, it's like not like not I don't even, think it's a like real a yeah. One. Oh. But it's from the 90s and he's like I'm not going to wear this anymore. Do you want it? <laughs> That's crazy. I love like oh fuck my parents were cool moments where it's like holy shit you guys rocked. Like you guys aren't just accountants or teachers. You guys yeah. are fucking sick. My dad always tells me about how he used to wear like big ass flared pants and heels. <laughs> and I'm like I mean me too, but like damn. <laughs> Yeah, it is a bit of a shame. Like, my dad used to dress really well and then just wore the rattiest fucking t-shirts and not in a cool way and, like... We'll be different, right? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, the the coolest things I stole from my dad were the, the Grateful Dead Lithuanian basketball team mm, shirts. Yeah, he had, like, nice. original ones, and I was like, yeah, no, those are mine now. Um, and then he also had an original Yale bomber uh, varsity jacket from like the 60s. Oh, I don't yeah. know how he ended up with that, but that's mine now. Fair enough. Yeah. How do your parents dress? Uh, no, my, my, my mom dressed. I mean, my mom works at a school and so she dresses like also she listens to this podcast. Love you, mom. Um, <laughs> she dresses like nice and, and like professional. I just got her a, a not just but like a couple years ago. I got her a Rick leather oh, really? jacket it's cute um, it's like a like a beige motorcycle jacket didn't you just um, get your parents ride the lightning shirts as well oh so yeah my my dad <clears throat> i got my dad uh the like last concert we went to see before i moved to new york was metallica so i got us matching ride the lightning shirts and then my mom likes that idea so much that she got us matching fleetwood mac shirts because that was the last concert we went to see that's really i think sweet. you should get your mom a shirt like a tour shirt from a rapper that she doesn't know <laughs> Get her one of those like like iced out. There's just flames like in the background. Yeah. yeah, yeah, tight. Drip too hard. Some little baby. Yes. And we're gonna get my mom a, a Dracula Dracula flow. A plum <laughs> like, Which line? Just the the whatever shirt that looks like a looks like a mixtape. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I want. So you guys remember Vetmont did the Zodiac raincoats on the back. It says like Pisces, and it gives oh, a short yeah. explanation. I want that, but with. Um, all of the Dracula flow lyrics, from all three, <laughs> down the back. I think that'd be hysterical. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's a shame. Is there anything that you're after at the moment? Anything that, you know, if you could snap your fingers and it would appear, even if, you know, regardless of how rare it is, you wish you could have? Oh, man. I feel like I have, like, so many white whales that I've just been... Because, like, I buy everything secondhand. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, like, a little bit harder. Like, I have to wait a really long time for some things to show up. Yeah. And especially, like, in, like... Uh, at a price I can afford. Mm. Uh, I really want Rick cantilever heels. <laughs> oh, uh, but I I didn't. I'll keep an eye out. Yannick, put those up. <laughs> Thank you, Yannick. The the like the I like tall the boot ones. ones yeah. The, okay. But I mean the the like shorter heels are nice too. Um, finding shoes in general is hard because I have pretty big feet. Like they don't really tell you when you have kids. Uh, your feet flatten out a full mm. size usually. And oh, usually shit. it only and happens once. Yeah, permanently. Not once per kid, though. But it happened to me once per kid. So <laughs> I went up two full sizes. What What's your shoe size? Now I'm like a, like a women's nine. Okay. Yeah, so I'm thinking you find like a women's eleven. You're like time to have twins. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> we can make this work. It's a tragedy though. You had to like I had to get rid of all my shoes. Oh. Um, so 
that's the like uh the first thing that comes to mind i don't know do you guys have like things that you've been looking for for like a really long time oh like, yeah. yeah it's all rick though <laughs> oh and one balenciaga coat that i'm never gonna get but, what's the coat uh maxi coat it's like it's the biggest one they've made basically it's like okay. just a fridge okay um and it touches the ground and it just turns you into a big rectangle right um i want a suit from that same collection because there were some refrigerator suits I, I i you're asking the guy who's like i want the suit from that collection it's the maxi coats have been in like three or four collections oh there was one collection there were just big ass fridge suits oh yeah like get them boss like, <laughs> I, I got them for you boss yeah. Yeah, um there's that i would love a balenciaga uh seven layer that'd be great Wouldn't we all um there is uh michael's gonna slap me there's a certain leather jacket from a band i really like oh, that they made three of um i really want that it's a dance punk per jacket. podcast he brings this bullshit up it's, I the, the erd the erd daft punk jacket there's yeah. a guy with one on grailed but he wants five thousand dollars for it and i'm not gonna pay that much i'm he waiting for him more. to go lower oh actually yeah there's uh who was it Supreme? Yeah, did a Toshio Sayaki collab. Um, he's like a Japanese artist who passed away recently who I really like. He does like very weird woodcuts and mm. they did like really cool jackets and pants that have his art on patches all over it. Mm. They're not even that expensive, but I want those. And I want uh, Trippin boots. Do you guys know those? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Trippin? So it's like a German mm. brand, I think, um, that they make shoes that have uh, the heels on them are like two long blocks like japanese sandals but they're like really tall so they're i don't trying to like explain i don't know how to explain it really but, like, i mean it's it's that it's like a it's yeah. like a two t's next to each other and you're just walking on the like so instead of just a heel in the back there's like one like where the balls of your feet are i don't know why i'm having such trouble picturing well, i'll show you Yannick, could we get a trippin' <laughs> show up here? Yannick, put uh, the... Actually, one of the characters in Dune, Rebecca, was, oh. or Jessica, I don't know if Rebecca, her name, her actor's name is Rebecca. Uh, yeah, Jessica, Lady Jessica wears them in the new oh, Dune. Oh, shit. Yeah. There was a while where um, every now and then, like, it happened like two or three times, they commented on my TikToks. Oh, really? Trippin', and were like, you look like you could use some trippin' shoes. <laughs> and I was like, like come give me a pair and I will wear them, but stop, stop trying to get me to buy them. If you're going to comment. Oh, on they my, were, they oh. were not offering. They no, were no. I'm pretty sure they were just like, Oh, you should look at tripping shoes. And I was like, like get in my DMS, send me a pair and we'll talk. But they didn't. So once, once brands start sending Michael stuff, he's going to be insufferable. Wait, that hasn't happened already. I feel I'm like you're going to be insufferable. No, I mean, you're already, you're <laughs> Do you already not, bad. Like, just get like a ton of free no. stuff. I'm surprised. I like, you seem like the perfect candidate. Like if I do it. Yeah. Tell that to the brands. <laughs> no, I, send I, this guy free stuff. I get reached out to by, um, like horrible looking brands with often enough that I like ignore most of it. I got reached out to, uh, get sent hair care products. Well, that's what <laughs> I, <laughs> This brand, um, they asked me if they could feature one of my photos on their Instagram oh, yeah. and their stylist would explain how to recreate my look. Oh, um, I was wearing the wig that you're wearing. <laughs> so I just said, sure. And they sent me a box of free hair. You didn't tell them it was a wig. No. So funny. That's awesome. Yeah. I think a funny bit would be like, yeah, I got all this free hair care stuff and then taking off your wig and you're just stark bald. Like and like razor slathering bald. your, your <laughs> bald, your bald head in like 
<laughs> like various curl creams and being or like, even even funnier just being like and look it worked and then you're wearing a wig again yeah you know hair grows so fast <laughs> yeah oh, yeah Ugh, i should be like a men's hair hairline regrowth guy just be like i had to shave it all off and like i used x oil from x company and like now look <laughs> i think we should uh, lie to people oh yeah a little bit of lying like yeah. we love lying do you guys ever think about like if you start balding, like, will you? Hang oh up? yeah, it's is gone. it over for me? Yeah, like, will you just like shave it off immediately? Probably. I think I'll live in denial for a little bit, and then I will um, just rip that shit. It's I actually gone. have alopecia. I have like mm. a form of alopecia where I get like uh, quarter-sized bald spots when I get really stressed out. Oh. And one time, exclusively right on before, your head. Yeah. Oh. Right before COVID, I got one right. In like the center of my forehead, like right above, like, so there was a little bit of hair there. And then like just right in the middle of my head, I had like a huge quarter size bald spot. It was horrible. And that takes so long to grow back that one segment. I got steroid injections to like help the hair grow back, but it was awful. That's <laughs> Jesus. And then the wigs started. Yep. Well, actually I'd been wearing wigs yeah. before, but yeah. Huh. Yeah. I, I I've been bald before for several years and I, I like how I look. Well, not bald, but like buzzed to like a zero and I like it. So I, if it gets to a certain point, I think I'm just. So you mentioned earlier, I don't know why I'm thinking about this so hard at the moment, but you mentioned earlier that you're leaning more towards masculine coated fashion. Are there mask coated wigs that are as easy or as high quality as the feminine coated wigs? Because I feel like in my brain, it would be much, you've got a much wider audience for high quality feminine wigs, but not really any for masculine coded wigs. Do you yeah. have to cut wigs down and style them? I've done that before. I okay. have some in there. Um, but like, that's part of the reason I have short hair now mm. is because then I don't have to wear a wig for that. Mm. Like, yeah. Also, cause sometimes, I mean, it is just like obvious to some people that you're wearing a wig and like that is like, yeah, it takes away from like the mask look I think is mm. yeah not that like I'm not saying that but I think for a lot of people it's like you're in costume not that you're yeah. actually yeah I feel like I'm so I mean I don't it doesn't I, I don't know quite how to describe it it never really crosses my mind that somebody is wearing a wig unless they're doing like a full cosplay and I'm like okay yeah. it's probably a wig but other than that I don't think it's ever crossed my mind somebody like walking past somebody in the street it's like oh they're wearing a wig yeah I never think about it unless no. it's like like, like pink plastic hair. Or yeah, 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 like yeah. Looks right. clearly. I mean, if I showed up in the blonde wig, you would probably. I would know. <laughs> I would. Yeah, that that I. But like when it like matches your normal hair color, yeah. uh, it doesn't register to me that like I'm like, oh, Charlie's hair is different. It doesn't register to me that you like. It's not your hair. Well, that's like when I invited you guys over to tell you I was pregnant again, and you just opened. and everyone was so in denial about like like they don't want to offend me by assuming that i'm pregnant even though i was very visibly pregnant so i was wearing a crop pregnant. top that our friend was like oh big lunch you're kidding <laughs> that sounds that's so kind much of funny worse. i'm not gonna lie that's a little bit funny did they say it to be funny no oh that's okay that's a little was, yeah. <laughs> i knew immediately for the record i was okay, like oh yeah. pregnant <laughs> yeah i thought we were at the point because i think i was like six months pregnant where it was very obvious that it wasn't just a big lunch <laughs> oh big lunch it's a great way to get slapped like, <laughs> mm. yeah. yeah never never assume i've been racking my brain since we talked about it i cannot tell you the last time i saw a pregnant person 
I'm really I like this is freaking me out. Yeah. We're in children of men, you know. Yeah. I no idea. <laughs> Doing like the mentat thing to remember yeah. the last time I saw a pregnant person. <laughs> if I stick my hand in the pain box, it's just me getting forced to interact with MFA guys. Maybe <laughs> 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 ah! suits like, of the mind killer. They're really sweet. It's just like sometimes they're like well, like your collar gap is a little bit too big. I'm like, I have a 12 inch neck. It's so hard to find a shirt that fits. <laughs> I hate how much I've started thinking about collar gap ever since. I saw you talking about Oppenheimer. Yeah. <laughs> Where were you talking about Oppenheimer? Suga, probably on Twitter. Suit guy has ruined me because I was watching Oppenheimer and like Robert Downey Jr.'s suit gives him like horrible collar gap a lot in that movie. And I was so like, can I ask a really dumb question? Yeah. Collar gap. <laughs> when your your suit lapel like lifts off of your. Oh, your okay, Yannick, throw throw up a picture of suit gap for the people <laughs> Yannick, like me. Can we get some suit gap? <laughs> some collar gap. Some collar gap. Um, yeah, like you're not that like you know if you like lift your arms or do a lot yeah, of weird yeah, shit. Yeah. You're, but like your your the lapel of your coat should not naturally be lifting off your yeah, yeah, yeah. collar. That's what it's like. Yeah, like little things like that that I never knew about with men's fashion that's mm -hmm. just like some people yeah that is a make or break i gotta get you like outfit. a general use soy jack to just like that's all you have to throw seriously you win arguments by just having yeah. that photo actually ready. i've made this image um the it's interesting like when you're already breaking so many of the rules mm -hmm. that people yeah. still try and enforce like like if you're there in like a really weird like oversized exaggerated suit or like some strange combination and they're like oh you have collar gas it's like <laughs> there's a, a much like we, we got to start much bigger if we're critiquing this from like regular menswear standards is right. it like the horseshoe where like you go too far around it like you're breaking the barriers and suddenly you're right back to like you know what i mean like baby's first suit Kind of. I mean, sometimes I feel like, you know, when you're a kid and you're trying on your dad's suit. Mm. <laughs> I still feel like that. I'm 6'2". Like you I go it. to stores and I say, I don't want to wear my dad's clothes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, especially because like a lot of the style that I try to do is like Ivy style and then... There's a lot of like rules with that, but like Ivy is kind of inherently about like breaking the rules of trad. And, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's there's a lot of like gray area. There's a weird like cliche that like you said, breaking the rules of trad was Ivy style, but then there's now like a cult that's like defining what it is to have Ivy style. And again, if they came to Yale, they'd be fucking sick seeing what people are wearing nowadays. Like the only suits that you'll see are on the young Republicans and they all have collar gap. That's what it's like. Yeah. Like uh, the easiest way for me to describe like the differences between like trad Ivy and prep to people who are normal and like, don't <laughs> think about that is like trad is like, yeah. Old man, Republican Ivy is like a uh, democratic socialist type. And like uh prep is young Republican. The, yeah. the, the spectrum. Got it. <laughs> Which way, Western man? <laughs> yeah. So before we take, I before I said before we take you out, it makes it sound like we're gonna kill you. Oh God. Before we finish the podcast, um, we have a ongoing playlist called Pair of Tens, or Pair of Kens. Kens, my bad. Whoops. Unfortunately, I'm getting used to it. Um, called Pair of Tens, uh, where we keep uh, all all songs that we've recommended. Um, 
fuck, I'm really off my game. We do a thing called Song of the Week where every week we ask either me, Michael, and our guests for song recommendations. They end up on a playlist called Pair of Kens. I'm so sorry, everybody. I'm really off my game today. Regardless, do you have a song that you've been listening to recently that you've been enjoying that you'd like to add to the playlist? Can you guys go first? I have to think about it. Okay. Sure. I'm doing uh, Kiss Me by Sixpence, None the Wiser. Tight. It's a good song. I also did not know that they were like a Christian rock band. Oh, I didn't know that either. Right? It's like a Jesus band. Nothing about that song in particular is very Jesus-y, right? Uh, I mean, do you, you hear about Jesus and the, the bearded barley? What? What? That's the, no, I'm just like, that's the first <laughs> lyric of the song. Kiss me among the bearded barley. Oh, kiss me oh they want the green, Jesus green. to kiss them. Oh, okay. Oh, freaky like with Jesus. Okay. Stevens, yeah. kind of like, okay. yeah, okay. Um, I'm going to go with uh, We'd Kill Each Other by, I think it's like the Living Arrangement or something. Living Arrangements? You're recommending, you're like, I don't know. What. I can't, I, my, my, I would need to check the, I get, I'll, I'll, t- I'll confirm this later, but it's called We'd Kill Each Other. Um, it's the guy who made Glassjaw and Head Automatica. Oh, okay. Uh, also has a band where he pretends to be British. I went to karaoke last night with my friend who sings incredibly and my friend who is on Broadway. I hate um, doing karaoke yeah, with people sucks. like that. No, so I love doing it, but then they're like, you should sing. And I'm like, I'd rather die. I, I, I can't follow the dude on Broadway doing Reptilia with my with my rendition of like Stay by by Rihanna. Like, I'm sorry. That's that's peewee football going against like Tom Brady. I think karaoke is so much more fun when you're bad at it, though. Mm. But then you... So, when everyone's bad at it. Yeah, when every, yeah. But you're in the room with people you don't know. This is just like big open room. Oh, okay. We didn't want a private room. You know, I have no problem being dog shit in front of my friends. But my two friends go before me. Everybody like kind of stops what they're doing, listens to one of my friends. Then they're like, oh shit, let's really lock in. Then I get up and they... Like I had to watch their like looks of like, is this going to continue? Is this kid going to continue <laughs> killing it? melt to like oh fuck it's one of these and like i i i don't feel shame that bad i just am like i'm sorry to have let all of you down i'm so sorry anyway song of the week uh i'll do gorilla by little sims nice hell yeah nice you have anything to say before we we head out the floor is yours to say for yourself yeah (laughs) why are you doing this yeah uh i don't know (laughs) um yeah, I guess uh, follow me on Instagram, Divine E Providence. <laughs> uh, I just started a fashion blog, so uh, I've been writing a little bit more about fashion on there. If you're interested, and I think that's what's it called? Out. It's called Backseat Driver because I'm completely unqualified to give any advice about fashion. I don't have any fashion experience, really. Nice. Uh, Can you Photoshop yourself next to? <laughs> Um, Ryan Gosling in drive wearing the drive jacket. <laughs> backseat driver. Yeah, you guys should try on the drive jacket before you leave. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. It's it's backseatdriver.blog. Yeah, dot cool. blog. Um, yes. but I think that's all I have. Cool, Charlie. Thank you so much to everybody for listening to the Pair of Kings podcast. If you'd like more of the Pair of Kings podcast, head over to herohero.com forward slash POK for $4 a month. You get an additional episode, early access, two episodes, and a little bit more. Thank you so much to Charlie for joining us. I'm your host, Saul Thompson. You can find us on, you can find me on Instagram at Saul Thompson. I'm joined this week, not only by my co-host. I'm Michael Smith. You can find me on Instagram at underscore Smithstagram. And Charlie, one more time, where can the people find you? Uh, on Instagram at Divine E Providence. And this has been the Pair of Kings podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube at Pair of Kings Pod. Um, join the Discord, interact with us. Really, it 
makes makes my day. Um, yeah, I hope you have a wonderful Tuesday, everybody. Um, this has been the Parakings Podcast, where once a week, every week for the foreseeable future, we are bringing you business as usual, tomfoolery as planned. All the best. Uh, yeah, bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs>